just different. <laughs> Welcome to the first J&E smoke session. We're here. Like, we're actually here. We're just not here. No. Focus here. Mm-hmm. Follow us here. <laughs> As mm-hmm. you can see, we made all of our usernames the same thing because we were able to get... Um, we were able to get the username, the rightful property. What are we smoking, friend? Crunch berries? Crunch berries with a little yeah, bit of uh, Acapulco gold, mm, which is Acapulco. sativa dominant. Um, crunch berry is also um, sativa dom- dominant. Mm. So if you're new here, if this is the first time you're watching an episode, this is a perfect time to join us. Welcome. But if you don't know, we are both cannabis enthusiasts. We love us a good smoke. Absolutely. So we're it kicking calms it. the nerves. I did that really bad. Um, <laughs> it calms the nerves. It keeps us sane. Um, we don't need it, but it is our one of our preferred choices of therapy. Absolutely. Yeah, I did that bad. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine. This It's just a chunky. So, yeah, we just um, are here. We'll put the terpenes and, and stuff on the screen. Yes, absolutely. Um, Crunch berries is 21% THC. I know Acapulco gold is like 22. Mm. Uh, Crunch berries, the feelings are happy, talkative, which is perfect, and giggly. Yes. It says it can I make us a little dizzy, yeah. a little dry, but it does help with anxiety, stress, and depression. And mm-hmm. it says that the main terpenes are pinene, uh, care, carol, carophyllene, mm-hmm. and humulene. So Pine, which is like a pine tree, carafeline, which is kind of like peppercorns, and then humulene, which is kind of like hoppy, so like big beer. Mm-hmm. And then I know that Acapulco gold is a lot of like myrcenes, a little like limonene, limonene, mm-hmm. um, and pinene. And they all have different reasons. So I'll get the research mm-hmm. and send it to you so we can put it in. And I know the one, the humo mm-hmm. or whatever, that helps with um, people that are trying to lose weight, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. I saw that for the first time and I was like, oh shit. Well, you know. I'm about to set myself on fire. Fat bitch trying to lose weight. So, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of fat bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is not like your average episode. This is mainly like topics. Um, and then we kind of get into the episode throughout the discussion. Mm-hmm. But this is our inaugural smoke session. Yes. And we look forward to having guests. So, if you Hell are somebody. Yeah. In the DMV, Philly, Jersey, if we can drive to you area, oh, let us yeah. know if you guys want to come over or we'll come over there and we will bring the week. Come on and talk to me. Hey. Hey. Kelly Price made fat bitches look crazy and she sings like she's in the Tyler Perry film. You brought up the first part. I brought up the second part. Yes. Why? First of all, why the hell she say, come on in, sit down. Like, why are you saying what you're telling this man to do? Why are you so annoying? That's how I feel. Like, <laughs> leave that man the fuck alone. He already telling you he's not good for you. And this fits the same nigga every song. The man's married. Yeah. You had no business fucking with she him anyway. A, she talking about some got the neighbors looking at bitch. The neighbors looking at you because of what you're doing, not because of <laughs> And there's still Kelly Price out here to this day. Like there are still some big women who had this mindset behind their men and 
whether the man is smaller, whether the man is bigger, I'm not getting into that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the specifically married. my sis. I want her to stand up. Over a married man? Or just a man in general. Like, sometimes I feel like the rhetoric of plus-size women is that most plus-size mm-hmm. women date below their mm-hmm. means or they take what they can get. And it's unfortunate because I wish that every plus-size woman understood her beauty. I wish every, mm-hmm. you know, plus-size woman understood that you can have any man that you want, sis. Like, if you want him and he wants you, it's going to work out. For sure. But don't just settle for the first thing. Nah. Smoking, like, it's the, I feel like it's the, oh, if you're nice to her, she'll do whatever you want. And it's like, we not desperate like that. And that's nasty work that you would think that just being kind to me could get you fucked. Look at that. Look at the 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 wind wind tripping. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. We just going to bring it in a little closer. Mm -hmm. Wait, say. Get you a little bit away from that Mm -hmm. goddamn disrespect stability stability yeah i'm just at a point where it's like when i i have plus size friends i don't have any plus size friends now that go through that i think all of my plus size friends are either in relationships or single because Mm -hmm. they're not you know gonna settle but i've had plus size friends in the past so i'm just like girl stand up this Stand thing nigga you crying over? Why are you crying like that? Bitch, you fucking you up us going to the buffet for him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go to brunch, I'm bitch, trying to eat. And you over there sad. And won't leave the house behind this man. Ugly crying over a married Gross. man. Who don't wash his ass? Who don't wipe well? <sighs> Do that. <laughs> I mean men in general. <laughs> and... The fact that Tyler Perry plays up on that every fucking play, every fucking movie. He must know her. He must know that life. I mean, yeah, I mean, he talks about it regularly how, like, he would sit around and listen to his mom and their friends and his aunts and stuff and they would be going through that stuff and it's just like, damn, Tyler. So he's monetizing you off need of his to, grandmother's thing? You literally need to go to fucking therapy instead of putting this shit out there like that i mean cool you put the happy endings but everybody doesn't have to go through such trauma to get what they deserve in or life the fact that like yeah you have those Medea talks in the end where Medea is like dropping the knowledge and she breaking it down and she telling the truth blah 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 maybe what he's trying to do is incite those conversations mm. after those plays yeah but you have because that's how it was before social media made it a big thing but you that's gotta understand that the same the same People that are coming to these plays are usually not emotionally intelligent enough to get that that could be the message. That's not even that a possibility for them. That's and that's why he works. has to explain it at the end. All the time. Look, but he's girl, never, he's never saying sure after it's all the way over, go home, talk to your family. Go home, have these conversations. He's not having that. Talk to somebody. He always just thanking the staff, thanking the team. This is this, Barry Manilow on the drums or whatever. I don't fucking know. But He's never telling them at the very end. It's always like, hug somebody. Be a good friend. Be a good person. Be a good daughter. But it's not like, stop raping your niece. Grandmom, call out your uncle and his nasty behavior because you know that's what your son is doing. It's, it's none of that. There's no real call to action no. at the end of these plays. No. And then it didn't make it any better when and, you had oh my Lord. women like Monique. Like, it's always been the big bitch desperate. Never... The big bitch in a in a in a state of being a bad bitch, right? Yeah. She can never be chosen. She can never be 
the one that he's automatically on, mm-hmm. who he pressed for, who he loves, who wow. he appreciates. She got to lose weight for him, for the person. The and then when we finally did get a movie, the motherfucker was African. So now you telling me that I got to step outside of my own culture in order to find love because African men just love big women. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. This is appropriate. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate everything about it. It's gross work. Tyler it's gross work. Cult- <laughs> cultural appropriator in the sense of sad culture. He appropriates that and says it's okay. It's That's okay. We all we all go through that. No, tell on your uncle. Tell the truth. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Ain't that what your granny said? Your goddamn children are traumatized. Speak up for them. No. That's why they keep having the same thing. It's like a tradition now. It's everybody's the fucking. Phrase. Everybody's fucking traumatized. I hate it. I'm breaking it. Wait, it just it it bothers me because I still feel like it's like an ongoing joke. It's like an ongoing generational curse of like traumatize your kids. We always got to be the butt of the joke. And like, I don't see this shit happening in other cultures like this. I'm not saying that it's not happening. Putting their business out on Jump Street, but making it like so accepted, but acceptable. It's like, it's like, but y'all not put your kids out. They not really putting their kids out. You know what their kids got to do to get put out? Yeah. We just got to turn 18. We don't have to fuck up. We yeah. could be doing perfectly fine. You're 18, get You're out. old enough. You're an adult. But you'll let your 35-year-old son stay in the house. And when your granddaughter comes over, she has to put on pants. Like actual pants. Because he don't know how to keep his hands to himself. Then y'all know that. And you won't call him on it. (sighs) (laughs) How can you tie that into (laughs) anti-spiritually aesthetic? Because I feel like with having to get over these traumas, people are making it seem like it's easy and that, or it's, that butterflies it's normal. And... It's not normal to oh, be true. traumatized. No, not it's at all. It's not. This shit, you got to make it a joke for as long as you got to make it a joke, but you also have to know when it's not funny. Yeah. Like, you have to be working on yourself. You can't keep suppressing this shit with humor. It's not always funny. All right. So, those aesthetics of like, the girl that's always writing in a shadow work journal like she ain't mm-hmm. never taking a break like baby that's trauma like you got to step away from that shit sometimes the girl who is trying to you know normalize you know like this this just crazy idea that it has to be so overdone or oversought and always constant you don't get no fucking breaks in this and you mm-hmm. it's there's no aesthetic to be had yeah it's a different experience for every woman, like specifically women. Mm-hmm. I know that it's a situation that happens with men, but I'm not a man. I really can't speak to right. men and they shit. I just can't. Even though men are people, I can't really speak to they shit because that's a fight I don't know shit about. Right. So I mind my motherfucking business. But the the with women, it's like it's like we have all these um, eras, right? Mm-hmm. Where we're in our spiritual girl era, we're in our soft girl era, we're in our getting money era, we're in our getting bad era, we in this, we in this, but we don't never just get a chance to just be. Mm-hmm. Like, why do we always have to categorize it as oh something? Why do we have gosh. to always, like, name it as something? It always has to have this aesthetic. It always has to look exactly like something you can compare it to so that you know it's that. Instead of just going with the feeling of healing mm-hmm. and being comfortable with healing no matter what it looks like, 
and being able to find your people in the midst of just looking like yourself because you're feeling off the energy alone. Like, I feel like that's when you find true friendship. You don't find true friendship in just because you and her dress alike. Right. You don't find it in just because y'all go to the same hairdresser. You don't I mean, find it in her cool. because y'all hate the same people. You don't find it in it. That's not where, that's not just where you find it. You find it in women that don't look nothing like you. That don't work where you work. That don't act how you act. That don't eat how you eat. Like sometimes you just, you find somebody on your on a totally different spectrum. Step outside of the norm. But she she literally on the same type shit you yeah. on. She's trying to heal her own shit. And the fact is, what she's healing is what y'all have in common. Go with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Because that's how you learn newness about your people. That's how you allow them to show up as their authentic selves. And then you don't have to fake the funk. You get to be in perfect, you know, amongst you people. learn accountability as well. And to be accepted. Mm-hmm. You learn to be accepted without having to put on a front. Mm-hmm. You learn that it's okay to be yourself. And you hold yourself fully responsible mm-hmm. for being yourself because you don't feel like you have to overcompensate for anything else that's how it should be but that's not how it is and i hate that and i hate that that is what spirituality has become i really preferred before it became a a mainstream social media thing i really liked when they thought we was woo woo bitches Mm -hmm. i really do but it's like i prefer it's a little bit more when we were you were more afraid of me y'all was ready to hang me at the stake i prefer that I would rather you be afraid of me than everybody be on your coattails trying to make it seem like something is not like social media in general. And I'm sick of it, right? <laughs> I'm sick of it, right? The facade that people keep trying to bring on to life, like mundane shit. I got bigger fish to fry. I got, I got other shit I gotta do. I can't be bothered. I cannot be bothered. Mm-hmm. This shit is not easy. This shit is not. Sometimes I don't want to do it. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and don't feel like I have the energy to do it because I did it too much the day before. I just need to be able to be that. On certain days, you just going to have to accept me as tired. Mm-hmm. You just, you just going to have to. That's who I'm going to have to be. I'm not going to have the energy for you. And you're going to have to love me in that. And I'm going to have to love you and yours. Mm-hmm. And when you find those type of people that's willing to, because they understand that everything is not perfect. Or they just keep the perfectionism to themselves in a sense. Like, yeah. I got that within me, but I I don't uphold you to those standards because yes. that's something that I have to work on. Yes. And I have to be okay with not being my best in front of you mm-hmm. because some days I'm not going to be able to show up as my best. Like some days you're going to catch me slipping. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean that in the most sincere way, like you might want to go to dinner, but I don't have the money to go to dinner. Right. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes and I'll it's pay so, for both of us. But you have to be vulnerable because I enough. I still want to spend time with you. You have to be vulnerable enough to, to not let, have yeah. and to let people serve you and to be of service to people. I love being able to say, I didn't get paid this week. Yes. And my friends being like, I didn't. Okay. Right. right. I just want to spend time with you. Yep verbally literally say i just want to spend time with you or i just want to see my friend so that's fine or even if we're both not at that you know point with our finances it's just like we can figure out something else then we can cook Mm -hmm. we can put together some groceries real right it also helps when your friends know how to cook like for sure like imagine having a friend and they don't even know how to like make some noodles bruh they don't don't know how to boil they burn they burn the pots because they overboil the water (laughs) It's gone. And not even like they fell asleep or nothing. No. They just thought that it took way longer. Mm-hmm. 
at high all the time. Mm-hmm. High they only the time. <laughs> they only use the high part on the stove. That's it. They don't never crank it down to medium. It's never low. They don't never use any other type of oil. You ain't never heard of how good olive oil is, my nigga. They just got one stick of butter in their house. They got one stick of butter. They always got bread. They always got bread. All they have is salt and pepper. No onion powder. They do have Lowry's. They got they a seasoned have, salt. They do have a seasoned salt. Now, not seasoned all. And now they're getting good. They got lemon pepper in their house now, too. <laughs> they're getting good. Because they make a lot of wings. <laughs> They don't really every make now them. and then. Every now and then they go get buttermilk because they be trying uh, um, recipe <laughs> off of TikTok, and they fuck it up every time. They get high, they, like, they go to the grocery damn. store, get their shit, mm-hmm, come, come back, back in the house, house and be like, <laughs> "Shit, I'm tired. Let me order Grubhub, bro." I'm gonna cook so bad and can't. I've done that before. I can cook, but <laughs> you fine. You fine. Shit, I'll throw some damn salmon in that air fryer. You're fine, baby girl. And that asparagus on the stove. I love it. Yeah. But we're just saying that and getting that out to way to let y'all know that this is a very big anti-spiritually aesthetic podcast. Yes. You will not get that ushy gushy shit from Yes. <laughs> I heard that off of um poor minds. Yes, the ushy gushy. <laughs> the ushy gushy. No, but you're not gonna get that. Oh, it's always sunshine and rainbows around here. Like I'm always smiling. I'm never getting mad at people. I'm letting things. I'm forgiving <laughs> and forgetting and letting go. And I'm healing my mom wound and I'm talking to her. And I'm healing my father wound and I'm talking to them. Fuck those people. Sometimes <laughs> I'm healing my mother wound by you. saying, "Like I love you, mom," you. but I cannot talk to you every day. And she knows that. I had to. That's a part of setting boundaries. Boundaries are not cute. Yes. No. That shit is scary as all. fuck. If you're a people pleaser, like I, I can't. I was so scared. <laughs> I was somebody. I don't want to talk to you. I every was day. so scared. I was so scared at one point. I'm like, I thought you were mad at me. Like, why were you not speaking to me? And she was like, Christian, what? Why are you snot nose crying and hyperventilating? Just by asking, was I mad at you? No, I wasn't mad at you. And I was like, why did you say that? And she was like, Christian, calm down and just tell me how you feel. I'm like, that's a problem. I don't feel like I can. <laughs> like, exactly. I can't do it. Ah. Oh, my God. Yo, we were on the phone for like two hours that day. And that, I, I think that. that's when we developed that yes. kind of relationship. But Just being open and honest. And yeah. that's when you're original community can start to become your healing community your tribe that's when they become your tribe yes. when you not can off start, the brinks because no. they blood related of fuck that or that y'all create content in the same room like that don't Bruh, make somebody no. a tribe because oh, y'all God, you my tribe nigga no <laughs> no i actually have to like you and be real about it. And be real about it. I don't it. just like you just because I think you're going to help I don't me. just be DMing um, you. I'm proud of you, sis. Like, if I don't know you, I'm not doing that. I've done that a couple times. <laughs> I'm not really lie. But it's because I followed them for a while. And I be like, damn, I've really okay. seen that shit. Like, I feel like I was there. But see, that's because a, you so know that's people different. put that shit out all the but time. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Because some people just will comment, I'm proud of yeah. you, sis, underneath your post. Mm-hmm. They don't even know shit about you. Yeah. You're just oh proud of the God. announcement. You're just okay. proud that you see me doing something. You could something. have just liked it. Right. For like, real. I need all that. That's I see you, girl. No, you don't. Like I got a stalker right. now. What the fuck did you come from? You didn't see me. You've been stalking me. I don't like it. Social media is really not my favorite thing to do at all. I told you before, I hate it. I don't. That's like why it. you're the social media person <laughs> and not me. Um, but with that being said, we can wrap it up. Yeah, 
for real. Thank you so much for tuning in for our first smoke session. Um, Kelly Rice, really, Kelly Price, <laughs> P, because I can't read that good old Baltimore <laughs> County education. Um, Kelly Price pissed me off. <laughs> I, in all honesty, I've only like listened to her songs in passing, and I'm just like, I only remember when they on Catfish when she was just like, she was like <laughs> that was crazy. I'm like, Kelly Price was big. So my mama really used to listen to Kelly, Kelly Price and be like, Do you hear this stupid bitch? <laughs> I just that? heard it in passing. My parents are like, I mean, my mom, no, my mom is older than your mom. So, like, I'm listening to like old old shit oh, all okay. the time, and like the people that I was around, they were like even older than my parents. So it's like I'm listening to like Shylights all the fucking time. <laughs> okay, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, The Temptations. That was my aunt, Donna Summers. Every now and then, that's like my aunt, my great yeah, aunt, and my grandma. My mom was, was a '90s woman, Mary J. Mm-hmm. Blige, Jill Scott, Erica. I got Bidu. that every now and then because I have an older sister. See, I got that opposite. Years, so it's like I got that from her. But mostly because those are the people that I prefer to be around. Like, yeah. I didn't want to be with my sister all the time. I mean, it was cool, but, like, I like being around my aunt. Like, I felt loved there. Yeah. So it was just like, I'm going to go over here and boogie, woogie, woogie till I just can't. I feel you. Like, you had to. no more. Mm-hmm. Get down on it, baby. Mm-hmm, for yeah. sure. I love feeling like it's a cookout when there's no cookout. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yo. Well, but yes, thank you so much. Thanks for, for coming. In. Thanks for that little piece of bonus content. Make sure you follow us at Jaded and Evolving. And we'll see you in the next smoke session. <laughs> Bye. Can't forget that one. <laughs>